Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Go. Just just go. Just Good go. morning, afternoon, <laughs> evening. This is Elaine. Whatever time you're listening. This How you is doing? Carly. This is John. Who is this now? This here? is Tony. Are we sure? Uh, usually. <laughs> I accidentally did my answering the phone thing at work. Good morning. Sometimes I go with slick. <laughs> I don't watch it heat. So. You know, the slick is no joke. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. Down I the bottom. have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. She's got a great ass. <laughs> is this genre? You got your head, you got your head all, all the way up it. This morning, I had to get gas at the gas station uh-huh. by the house, and I didn't realize it. Oh, God. I'm just pumping gas, and this person starts, like, catcalling me, I and see. I completely ignored it, right? And then they go, Carly, it was fucking Tony! <laughs> I pull up behind her, I'm like, I'm, like, I'm like, yo, shorty got some booty or something like that. And she just kind of stiffens up and keeps pumping. I say, yo, baby. She didn't look. I said, Carly. No, hi! <laughs> All right. That's such a great story. We take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that in our opinions have not received the respect they deserve. Situational awareness. We're going to work on that. <laughs> we won't see any of these films on anyone's top ten list, but anyway, let's start our podcast. Give these films a second chance or a first chance. You're oh. operating in the white zone. You need to operate in the yellow. <laughs> this week. On the podcast. Is Eric's pick? No. <laughs> Nick. It's Nick's, Nick's pick. Nick. Sorry, Nick. Nick. Sorry, Nick. Is Nick's but pick? Carly's pick. By no, request Nick's. from Nick, the Beast. I Hopefully would... he still listens. <laughs> I don't know. He didn't say, screw these guys. They didn't get to me. I would say that it is a drama, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's just we, you know, we, we record these early and sometimes out of order and stuff, so sometimes we don't get to it immediately. Yeah. And sometimes we forget and do it, too. <laughs> and sometimes we just... Do what we want. Sometimes I'll be like, hey, you know what I really want to do? Like, Big Trouble Little China. You've done that already. Yeah. Did? Shit, crap. Let's do it again. <laughs> All right. Well, Nick, here you go. This movie was written by William Mastrosimo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what else has he written? Something called Bang Bang, You're Dead. Oh. That's it? Uh, Tony, you ever see that? Stuff, no. But that was like the number that? one thing that popped up. Mm-hmm. Bang bang, you're dead. We are directed by Welcome Back to the Podcast, Kevin Reynolds. Yeah. Waterworld. Waterworld. Way back to number mm-hmm. one. <laughs> wow. Hey, when you um for episode one, did you list this as one of the, his movies? No, because I never I didn't recognize that this was um <laughs> a movie. I didn't know you, this was a thing yet. <laughs> you know how when you're looking at uh directors and you try to pick out stuff that you've heard of? Mm-hmm. And I talked about Robin Hood and the Count of Monte Cristo, <laughs> the Beast, or the Beast of War. Yeah, it's not something that uh, <laughs> ever came up. Yeah. All right, what else we got, Carly? Uh, we're starring. Welcome back to Stop the podcast, it. Jason Patrick from The Losers, mm-hmm. The Lost Boys. We also have and Sleepers, George Zunza, Speed Two, from Crimson Tide and Basic mm-hmm. Instinct is our Commander Daskell. Or Daskal, or however you say it. Um, Stephen Bauer from Scarface is Taj. The gentleman from Ray Donovan. He's also Ray Donovan. He was in this movie called Gleaming the Cube with with Christian Slater. Well, seen it. Oh, yes. You never saw Gleaming the Cube? Too many times. You've never seen Gleaming the Cube? I don't ever want to see Gleaming the Cube. Oh, my God. I'm so We're going to do a double feature Gleaming the Cube and Cuffs. Oh, my God. That sounds like a terrible afternoon. 
Also, Stephen Baldwin. It's gotta be underappreciated. Stephen Baldwin is yeah. my next person. Only me yeah, and you and Ben have seen it. So. Golikov, and he is from The Usual Suspects. Give me the cue. Um, honestly, I thought he was a welcome back to the podcast, but he was not. <laughs> Baldwin. Yeah. Hmm. Um, is this the only Baldwin? Is this the only Baldwin we haven't done before? Maybe. I, I think maybe. We finally we've hit done our biodome our, or sliver. Is that the one again? Sleeper. What's the one where he's filming people in the hotel? Is that? I him? don't know, but I kind of like biodome. Oh, we're good. Let me write that down. Twenty nine percent. But the audience score is sixty nine. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big. The six of us that have seen that movie love it. We loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no. Look at it. Five thousand plus ratings for the audience. There's a lot of nostalgia wrapped in that movie. Tony Hawk is in that movie. Oh yeah. Then we have. Don Harvey, welcome back to the podcast. He plays Kaminsky, and he was from Gangster Squad as Officer Funston, I believe it was. Mm -hmm. And he was in Tank Girl as Sergeant Small. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> what a resume this so dude this has. This is his third time. <laughs> what a, uh, wow, he's almost going to get one, one more, of those jackets. Yeah, one more he's going to get Also, their third appearance, Eric Avari, yep. the interpreter. Uh, welcome back to the podcast from Stargate and the 13th Warrior. He's been in a lot of stuff. <laughs> he was an Encino man. And Reason then the juice. their second appearance, we have Chame Giraffe. Welcome back from Waterworld. He mm -hmm. was the drifter. Yes, I. <laughs> and and he's Mustafa. Mm -hmm. And Dale Dye, who is on the helicopter crew, was um, in Under Siege as Captain Garza. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't recognize him. <laughs> There's not a very big cast, so I just looked at them all. Uh, most of the rebels are played by Israeli Jews, mm -hmm. and they don't have any credits that we know about. So. No. <laughs> Which I said to John, you know, this tank they used in the trivia, I read the trivia. It's not worth There's your time. There's only 11 things nope. in the trivia. It's, it's, I read it on the way here. <laughs> but they said the tank that they used was an actual Russian tank that they bought from the Israeli army. Which means at some point that was seized. And, and by season, I mean, they killed some people and took weapons it. Weapons were designed after ones that were, um, that the Israelis got from the Arabs after they fought with Russia. <laughs> All right. So, and they were loaned to the department to, to make the uh, props. Well, so, they didn't use the real ones. Shit. This movie had an $8 million budget, and it grossed... And they blew it all in the tank. A whopping... <laughs> One hundred and sixty-one thousand four dollars. Wow, <laughs> four dollars and four dollars. They got in every buck. Now that it said U.S. gross, and then it said worldwide gross, same number. So, but mm. that's so they didn't release it worldwide. But they in the trivia it said that in the that in one of the in Hungary versions, it had a, yeah they made it. They more must Russian. not have been able to less American. <laughs> when they dubbed it in Hungary in Hungarian they changed the American idioms into more Russian yes um cold war cold war speak. Words are hard. So they must have military She's jargon. Been yeah, Russians it must is. have had a worldwide release but maybe they didn't they weren't able to track the maybe yeah, maybe they just there's just no way to find out. Maybe Hungry just bought one copy for six bucks. <laughs> and, they got it and circulated it. They got and, it at Walmart into that. Bin. They just bought the rights and then they got all the profits from circulating the money rather than the studio. Hey, let's not ponder this too bad. Yeah. <laughs> just you it's know. a long movie. We got a lot to cover. So this movie has a seven point three on IMDb and an eighty five percent audience score on Rotten Tomatoes and no tomato meter. 
I'm not surprised by that. <laughs> this came out way before Rotten Tomatoes was a thing. Yes, yeah. from 1988. Mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes wasn't a thing, and when it was a thing, they weren't going back looking for this. No. It was not a very huge movie. It wasn't, say, Gleaming the Cube. <laughs> <laughs> or Cups. Or Cups. Well, like, oh, shut up Rocky. about Cups. I mean, think about a big movie they would actually go back and talk about. <laughs> like Rocky, yeah. That, if, and if you're not sure, friends, go back and listen to our Rocky episode. All right, so I have two reviews. Yeah. Manch Studio in 2011 said... one of them Nick, because that would be really cool. <laughs> she could have brought her no, e- the email. I, I mean, not that I... Yeah, I, I, I did not have that on hand. I did think about that, though. I was like, you know, I should make that one. one you know, what we should have... You know what we should have did was... Anyways, send Nick an reviews. email and be like, hey, record a little something, send it to us, we'll play it. Yeah, yeah that's true. Well, if he's an actual listener, he would have heard us talking about it, and he could have updated his email to uh, um, give well, us his favorite and least well, favorite. He characters. might be so far behind. He's in like Carly contacted October. him before she. No, I just said stay tuned. In I April thought you tagged him on Facebook. Hey, let's not worry about that. Keep going. Anyways, um, he I, said the finest and most unusual it. war movie. It's a surprise to find that this movie was no blockbuster. Even some hardcore cinema addicts haven't seen it. Such a rare gem. Miss it, and I guarantee you missed a whole new experience. Well, they're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) On the other hand, DM Davis, 68777066, said, Oh, they big fan of friends. I guess. (laughs) Cinematography, great. Plot, shaky. Situations, inconceivable. Result, waste of time. Oh, is he RoboCop? most of the bad reviews were all about... I'll buy that for a dollar. ...it being anti-Russia propaganda or it, people who had a huge problem with the fact that the Russians were more American than they were Russian. Oh, they were, they were not Russian at all. And uh, some, of the, they were Russian was some out of, of the that good valley. reviews said they did that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> because they wanted Americans to relate to the Russians and be a little uncomfortable. <laughs> so, as I'm watching this halfway through, I'm like, this is having the Rambo 3 effect for me, where you see these these rebels for Afghanistan and you realize, that's the Taliban. <laughs> it hits you halfway through the movie, but it's at, photo, uh, oh, at least weren't. one bad review that I read talked about that. Yeah, <laughs> they weren't the Taliban at the time, because this came out in 88. <laughs> they weren't far off. But... <laughs> There's that. Yes. All right. So what'd you think going in, Elaine? I thought, is she really going to pick this movie? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I said I would do listener requests. <laughs> I know. I'm a listener. I opened myself up. I'm a listener. I'm going to start requesting some shit. <laughs> what'd you think, Tony? I was like, I've never heard of this movie, but uh, not a big fan of war movies, usually. So let's do this. <laughs> I actually do. Did you like really say let's do this? And see what happens. He's like, <laughs> I mean, I've been surprised. He's like, let's go. I'm ready. I was born ready. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, John? I, I thought, um, oh, that movie about the tank. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> All right. So the movie opens with a quote from Richard Kipling When you're wounded and left on Afghanistan's planes, and the women come out to cup up your remains. Just roll to your rifle and blow out your brains and go for your, go to your God like a soldier. Have you never heard that before? 
I said it all fucked up. <laughs> it's a pretty famous quote. I've heard it. Um, we are in Afghanistan 1981. Mm-hmm. This wasn't far off from when it was made, so that's good. <laughs> like if I try to make it, I'm like, all right, we got to find some shit from like 30 years or 40 years ago. <laughs> so in what seems, we start in a village. That seems like no. a poor. We start in the desert with 20 minutes of music. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're in a village. <laughs> like a poor, small, little village. Mm-hmm. Um, people are just kind of going about their business of the day. And then you see that some of them are cleaning guns and carrying guns. And that seems a little out of place. <laughs> but no, no, maybe not. No, that's just because um, you're Americanized. Most places yeah. carry guns. I would think they would need them for hunting purposes. Yeah. That's true. The more remote you are, the more likely you are to have guns. That's true. They do. I mean, we did see the dogs. And mm-hmm. later we see deer. They have mm-hmm. goats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So then there's a low rumble. A low rumble. That everyone hears or feels. And bam. It was a ruckus. Can you They're describe under a attack. ruckus, sir? <laughs> now there's a ruckus. <laughs> <laughs> Four tanks. I thought it was three, but later you see four. Four tanks <laughs> roll in, and they shoot down almost every building in this little town. Mm-hmm. And uh, they seem to be going for the buildings. The people scramble and run. You see many people are dead. Um, one man runs up to the hillside and fires at a tank, but doesn't do enough damage. The tank shoots back at him. He's got an RPG. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And he dodges out of the way so he doesn't get hit. Um, the women run out throwing rocks <laughs> and cursing, at tanks. And cursing. And climb on it. That's a real bad idea. Trying Friends, to beat it listen, with rocks. <laughs> listen, I don't care how mad you are. Don't go out for rocks at a tank. You're never going to win. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't kill all of them I don't know. If right you're away. pissed off enough and scared enough that you're going to attack a tank with a rock... Those are people that aren't going to stop fighting. Yeah, but you know what? The tank isn't going to stop. And guess what? (laughs) Um, When was the last time Afghanistan was conquered? Mm -hmm. Um, They get bombed back to farther back than the Stone Age on the regular, and they never fucking stop fighting. (laughs) True, but my my point is, Is a person with a rock is never going to beat a person with a tank. You're saying over long periods of time, it's hard to conquer the Afghanis, and I don't argue with that. I say, <laughs> if you are mad at someone in a tank, don't run at them throwing rocks. I'm not saying it's an effective <laughs> weapon. I'm trying to save lives here. I'm trying to tell you that these are the now, kind of people that aren't going to give up. This is the kind of fighting spirit that won the Revolutionary War. <laughs> Thanks. All right, so Just someone saying. in the tank uh, drops a chemical canister out of the bottom, and the tank is surrounded in poisonous gas. All the women run away except one. Who dies on top of the tank? And then the men get out. They open the thing and they like, she falls off. Well, yeah. They get out and destroy what's left of the village with like flamethrowers and grenades and. That seemed excessive to me. <laughs> um, I think they were trying to set up these are the bad guys. They poison <laughs> the well. It. They set fire to everything. They shoot at the sheep or goats. They they. <laughs> they poison the well and they kill all the food so that these people not only have their homes destroyed, but they're starved to death. Mm-hmm. And two of the tanks leave and they're like, all right, guys, rejoin the column. One of the tanks was destroyed. Not and, yet. No, the fourth tank, you can see. Oh, 
it, no, because I thought the two fourth, tanks roll out and yep. two tanks are left. And I as thought they that start tank to had get, already been destroyed. No, it's about to be. <laughs> as the guys are running it's back and they're like, "Look what we so found! Boring. We never see what's in that basket. Look what we found!" The two tank drivers are like looking at each other, or the mm-hmm. one tank driver, Descal, gets distracted. And the other tank driver's kind of looking, and he gets kicked in the head by the dude from the hillside. And, like, a Molotov cocktail gets oh, okay. dropped in the tank, and he shuts the lid. And uh, that tank gets destroyed. <laughs> I thought they did that during the fighting. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and uh, then Kovachenko, one of the tankers that's with Daskell, tries to save them. Or, but tries to get to that tank and let the guys out. But then the dude from the hillside gets a gun and is going to shoot him. And Kaminsky comes over and attacks the dude. And then they capture him. And uh, he gets put under the track. Mm. And they ask him, where's um, where are the rebels? And he's like, he says, they're all around you. And uh, ten Russian dogs will die forever for every Afghani. But the interpreter's like, he doesn't know. <laughs> I really like that scene. And uh, Not because he dies, because the guy was like, uh, he gets all this, you Russian bastards are going to... Yeah, he said, I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the women come running again, and uh, they want the man to be let go. And the interpreter's like, you don't... like." Stay back, because he the commander will shoot you, and uh, and one woman is like he's to be my husband, and she spits on the interpreter and calls him a traitor, and the commander says, "Tell them to watch what happens to rebels," and they run over him. He makes well, he Kovachenko, orders, yeah. and I was furious over. that I have to watch a movie where a dude gets squished by a tank <laughs> by the feet first. Like man. I was like, legitimately was like... really pissed off, and if this wasn't for the podcast, I would have t- turned it off and stomped out of the room. <laughs> I was so angry I had to see this. Dude, I got I gotta be honest. I was the same way because I started watching this and I was like, oof. And then they showed the guy. Then they show him get run over. I was like, I don't want to watch this. I was so mad that I had to watch this. I was it's like, a, oh. It's a pretty brutal opening. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the commander does have to issue the command multiple times before Kovachenko does eventually drive over him. And then when they go to rejoin the column, they realize that their command can't hear them. Uh, they can talk, but nobody, they, uh, but nobody hears them. They can hear what the other people are saying, though. And the commander's like, just uh, turn to the right. Because they're like, which way? He's like, to the right. And that is the wrong way. <laughs> a group of rebels see them turn the wrong way and are thrilled. They're like, ha ha we'll get them now. But we need help if we're going to take out this tank. So back at the village, the survivors are weeping over their dead. A group of men return and find the carnage. Uh, one of them is Taj. Excuse me, whose uncle tells him this is retaliation. And the group that saw the tank drive the wrong way, come up on their motorcycles, and it's a little bit tense. They know each other, but they're not friends. So, the, <laughs> what is it, the Mustafar, the head of the rebels? Mustafa. Mustafa is the cousin of Taj, of Taj who's now the new village headman, the Khan. Yes, and he finds this out now, because Mustafa's like, I'll talk to the Khan. And he's like, I am the Khan. 
No, he says, well, uh, my father is dead. My brother's the con. And the lady says, your brother was run over by a tank. <laughs> about that. So now you're the con. But so. And I kept thinking of Game of Thrones like, no call. These guys are just trying <laughs> to keep their village going. Meanwhile, this dude's cousin is, you know, fucking shit up and picking fights with tanks. Mm-hmm. So, and they're scavengers, and Taj does not appreciate that they go after, they will pick the gold teeth out of dead Russians. They they go after anything they can find. And his buddies that came up with him seem to be scavenging shit from the village that yeah. just, <laughs> like, yeah. the Taj blood from the squish like dude that. isn't even wet, isn't even dry. Mm-hmm. So then... They decide, um, they find his brother's remains in the dirt, and um, the woman who was betrothed to his brother pulls the um, RPG launcher, whatever it's called, out of Sharina. She's like, hit it in her skirts, and she's like, ha ha! She says, I will fight the tank for you, my con. And uh, Mustafa takes the weapon and is like, we can destroy the tank with it. I know how to use it. Does he though? Taj prays and he says he will be a stone in Allah's sling they will get their revenge so they're going to go after the tank the tankers don't know where they are and the Molotov took out their ability to send transmissions so they look at a burnt up map and they think that the Kandahar road must be on the other side of those hills the interpreter is like, I don't know. He's like, how do we get to the road? I don't know. He's like, well, you're relieved of your duty. Why? Incompetence. <laughs> well, I have this map. It's missing part. <laughs> and I imagine he wasn't raised in this particular section of Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah, it kind of all looks the same, probably. <laughs> to a degree. So anyway... Uh, the commander walks away after get, telling Kovachenko that he now has the duty of run, keeping track of the logbook. And Kovachenko says to the interpreter, just say yes, sir, and stay out of his way. But he's like, don't try to talk to him. Don't try to... <laughs> he's, he's not ever going to be on your side. Um, so then he finds a hand stuck in the tracks of the tank. And then they're shot at by Taj, Mustafa, and their group on the ridge. So they all get in the tank and fire back and drive away. And Mustafa can't seem to figure out why the RPG launcher isn't firing. And then it goes off and shoots yeah. <laughs> like the Misses. side of the cliff. But it was funny because he has it on his shoulder and it, it's not going. And he just hold, he looks at it and he holds it down and boom, it goes off. They call and him out like, I thought you said you knew how to use that. So much for that. And he's like, maybe it wasn't the will of Allah. He's like, or maybe you're a bad shot. Yeah. Uh, Taj's uncle tells him to calm down. And we see that his uncle was hit in the leg. But he's like, it's just a scratch. And we're lucky. They've left us tracks to follow. So the men, um, they follow the tank for a long time. Like you do. <laughs> They're very thirsty. They approach a watering hole. One man runs to it, sticks his face in. Mm. And it's poison. <laughs> Taj is distracted by something shiny, goes to see it, and finds the poison canister. And the soldiers poison the water. He yells, but the one man who had stuck his face in is already dying. The soldiers are watching, and the commander is pissed. Because he told the interpreter to hide that canister far away. 
And they immediately found it, and only one of them died. Why didn't they just take the canister back and put <laughs> it in the tank? I don't know. Why didn't they shoot them from there? <laughs> Why did they poison water when you're they in the middle of the fucking desert, tank. and you don't know where else you're going to get water from? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess they figured... Well, they're, they're headed right back to the Kandahar Road. I know. Road. You know what? How does the positive attraction work? It just does. They don't know they're going to be trapped here and need that water. I'm just saying, it just seems... I understand why you poisoned the village well, yeah. but a random watering hole, hole, that could be life or death for you, <laughs> does come back and bite them in the ass later. Um, As you so then your, they fire <laughs> at the men. You're blanking because you're cold. He's an Afghan, sir. No, these are Afghans. Kidding. No, this is an Afghan that I'm oh, wearing. That You're they, in character. Uh, Good move. Mm-hmm. I they like load it. to fire at the men. Uh, the interpreter gives... Is it a missile? Don't, don't meta know. movie. I don't know anything about tanks. <laughs> I've never been in a tank. The, the, shell. the big ones. Yeah. Yes, the tank shell. hands him the shell, or hands uh, Golikov the shell, but it mis- it doesn't go off. And misfires. It misfires. So they all <laughs> jump the out of the out. tank and run for cover. In case it explodes. And it doesn't. So <laughs> so then the commander is like to the interpreter, did you touch it? And he's like, yeah, I handed it to Golikov. <laughs> and uh, and Kovachenko's like, one out of every hundred is a, misfire, is a misfire. So it's totally normal. It could just be a misfire. So then he's like, all right, well, the loader has to unload. And Golikov is like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> so uh, the interpreter's like, I'll do it. And Kovachenko's like, no, you won't. You don't know what you're doing. I'll do it. So the commander takes Kovachenko and Golikov, and the three of them go to the tank. And Golikov stays outside. He doesn't go in. <laughs> the commander leaves his binoculars with Kaminsky, and he's like, keep your eyes on the rebels. Don't take your eyes off the rebels. And then they go into the tank to disla- or to unload the shell. And while they're doing it, the commander's like, how come you stand up for the interpreter? And he's like, because he's doing the best he can. And he goes, that's what I'm afraid of. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he's like, I know you have what it takes. Uh, I've seen it. But you just got to keep your head on straight. Hello. Friends, the dogs are here again. So they get the round out or the show out. And... uh, the rebels, we see, carry off their friend that passed away, and Kaminsky loses them. The commander has them booby-trap the misfired shell with a grenade, and they leave. I'm sorry. If I'm in the middle of the, of the desert chasing a tank and I see a, a shell, or whatever the hell that thing's called, I ain't touching it. <laughs> well, one of Mustafa's guys does touch Because he's a booby. <laughs> and the trap worked. You get it? And, booby uh, trap? He, See what I did there? He is mortally wounded. Mustafa ends up shooting him. Oh, I feel bad. This dude gets face. like his guts exploded. Yeah, he... And what? so what do they, the Afghans do? They're like, ah, oh, well, you're going to die. See ya. And they all fucking <laughs> no. leave. Taj no. says, we'll leave him food, food and water, water and we'll come back for him. And then as soon as everybody else walks away, Mustafa shoots, shoots him. him. <laughs> like you should. Yeah, I mean, he had um, intestines hanging out. Saying so. we're going to leave him food and water. No, we're going to leave this fucker to die. They weren't being humane, but like, oh no, we're going to come back and get him. That was code for, this guy's going to die, fuck him. I don't know. They were trying to make themselves feel better about it. It seems like perhaps the villagers were unrealistic with whether or not they'd be able to come back. However, the guys that had been living in the desert attacking tanks left and right, 
knew that this guy was Mustafa dead. knew this guy was done. And the guy was like, dude, do me a, do me a solid. And he's yeah. like, all right, I'll do you a solid. Taj, the Khan, seems to be very deluded about what is yeah, and isn't like going to happen. He have a lot of experience. Well, that's because he used it. to hang out with Tony in, in you know, Cuba. Not that Tony, different Tony. Tony Montana. Huh. And you would think he knows how to get stuff done. He works for Ray Donovan. He does. I don't care. That show's terrible. That show is awesome. <laughs> We're getting a Showtime again when that show comes back. Okay. Wow. It's actually they're not a show. It's going to be a movie. I don't care. All right. Well, that evening we see that the women <laughs> Carly are trailing. Carly can care less. Because they really do want to participate in this fight. They want to fight this tank. Mm-hmm. Well, her husband was killed, right? Her fiancé was fiance. squished by a tank. She wants to kick some ass. Yeah. And a lot of people died. <laughs> yeah. She was going to be the, the Con Lisi. The rebels come across no, no. a holy man it. who has a huge fire. And he's dancing around and chanting. And Say hello to the dog. he is thrilled to see them. He says, the prophet Muhammad had bid him to build the fire to light the way uh, to the beast. And he refers to them as David. And the beast is the tank. It's Goliath. And then he shows them the tracks of See, the tank. See, I thought that fire. was good. <laughs> like he's motivating them. That was a good move. Well, if you're a random desert holy man, I mean, isn't that your purpose? What else do random desert holy men do? He was, he's the hype man. Please stop licking my hand. I just put that lotion on there. I don't want to lose it. Back at the tank, the commander tells Kaminsky to tend to the tracks. They have stopped <laughs> for the night. They can't see shit. Uh, Kovachenko and the interpreter are playing chess. Well, I guess it's not completely dark yet. Um, and the interpreter tells him about the code of honor called the Pactinali, which has three Pak-wanati. obligations. Pak-wanati? I forget how it says it. Milmastya, which is hospitality. Badal, which is revenge. And Nanawate, which is mercy and sanctuary. Nanawati. Is that what I said? I don't know. I don't speak. Sounds like it. I assume this is Farsi, and I don't speak Farsi. It might not even be Farsi. could be something else, which I also don't speak. So I'm not even going to attempt to. <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce it because it will go horrifically wrong. Okay. Like, you know, when I try to say Chechabut. So you just read that wrong. I'm just saying, that's how I pronounce that word. Well, the dog's being yeah. a treacher butt right now by going under the table, a sticking trebuchet? his nose in my nuts. That's not what a trebuchet is. Nope, but he's being <laughs> a pain in the butt. Hello, dog. Hello. And uh, Kovachenko is like, so if I killed your brother and you came after me for revenge, if I said that I wanted mercy, he goes, then I would feed you and give you clothes <laughs> and keep you safe. And he's like... That's very civilized. <laughs> and they talk about how the interpreter loves Afghanistan and will be back when the country realizes it needs to join the 20th century. And then um, Kovachenko is like, so you're a patriot, but so are the rebels. And he's like, I wish I believed in something that much. And then Kaminsky and Golikov get into a fight over a naked picture of a woman. <laughs> well, the one dude stole the other dude's naked lady. <laughs> like you, his his girlfriend? Question mark. Gave him a naked photo, and the other dude stole it. And no, got, and he got the good half. That's not for you. <laughs> That's fucked up. 
And so they get into a fight. Kovachenko tries to stop it, but he doesn't quiet them before the commander comes out and is like, what the hell is going on out here? And that's when we discover that Kaminsky has been drinking the brake fluid. <laughs> like, what the hell? It. He filters it through bread. And then he ferments it with raisins. <laughs> is bread a good filter? I don't know. For brake fluid? I've never tried. I don't no, know if there I is a good filter for brake fluid. <laughs> I, I, I guess when you're stuck in the middle of nowhere, you got to do something. I got nothing on this. I got, mm. yeah. It seems like the dumbest thing in this movie. Yeah. Like, not the dumbest plot point. I mean, like, the dumbest thing a character does in this movie. They may, now, they I, may don't do I don't I've know. I've never done any research. Yeah. Is he ferments this a thing? <laughs> I mean, I've seen people do worse I'm things than I'm not trying this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, perhaps I it was in 1981 Afghanistan, if you're a member of the Russian tank corps. <laughs> I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Wow. That's a whole lot of very specific <laughs> things you just said there. I know. A lot of unpacking. It's got to be 1982. Sorry. Mm. So Kovachenko's got the logbook. He's like, write it up. And the commander's like, actually, no. <laughs> Don't write it up. It's one mistake. And he's the best gunner in the it's division. one mistake? I know. I'm like, how long has he been doing this? <laughs> That's a long-term mistake. You fermented it with raisins. <laughs> drinking on and duty. And you talk about it like this is a normal thing that you've yeah. been doing. You've perfected your recipe for brake <laughs> fluid gin. How many... Yeah. Ba- how many went awry? And how was he still alive to talk about it? I don't know. I guess it was the bread. <laughs> Saved him. I don't know. And Coach goes like, well, it's too late. I already wrote it up. And uh, Can't they just rip the page out of the logbook? That's what the commander does. I wonder. I don't know. I wonder if when he gets, if he brought it back, if they would have been like, what's with these torn out pages? But I don't know. <laughs> we ran out of TP. But... <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he acts like, it's too late. I already wrote it down. And I'm instantly, and like... it's an ink. I'm like, can he just rip it out? And then he does, of course. But it's he like... He rips it out, crumples it up, and tosses it in Kovchenko's face. Should have threw it in the fire. Meanwhile, Kaminsky's watching the whole thing, like, I'm not getting in trouble. <laughs> and then after Dude, the he doesn't know what's happening. He's probably hallucinating. Yeah. He's like, you better watch your back. And Kovchenko's like, maybe you should watch yours. And then they're under attack again. They needed to be watching all of their bags. Grenades are being thrown at them. They're under fire. They get under the tank. Golikov gets hurt and is bleeding and, like, screaming and crying. Uh, <laughs> and The uh, bandage they put on this kid. The whole fucking movie. <laughs> Ridiculous. And they, they need to get into the tank and drive away. Apparently, according to my extensive involved research... research People Weird. people did make alcoholic drinks from brake fluid and all kinds of weird ass shit. Mm. Interesting. You know, they said that now if that's you drink it, your... drink it long enough, you might go blind. But mm-hmm. that seems like it would impact your ability to be the best gunner in the fleet. Mm-hmm. Said they might, they would even make it out of the fuel of torpedoes and call it torpedo juice. Gross. Yeah. Wow. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and here we go. Uh, break fluid, a hand of raisins, and set it out in the sun for a few days to ferment. This is taken from a movie, The Beast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's excellent. Wow. Excellent. You know you probably have the weirdest search history. Oh, Tony's oh, a writer. You don't, you don't want him in my search history. Good if, Lord. If something happens to him, are you going to have to blast his cash? Yeah, as many times I looked up how to poison people or, you know, how, how much of your body can how you lose you to stay alive. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> when I tagged you in that thing about that 
head urn that urn oh god that's so gross Tony showed me that, and I was like, no, no, never. She goes, I got to show Tony. I almost to share it on Facebook so listeners know what you're doing. I just tagged you in it, but I really thought, you know how you keep saying that your brother wants you to send your dad's ashes? And then you sent sent that, and I'm I'm on my computer writing, and I look over my dad's urn. It's like right on my desk. (laughs) I was like, that's what my dad's face looking at me. (laughs) That would be the creepiest thing ever. You keep saying you want dad's ashes. Here it is. Yeah, here you go, man. In the... Urn shaped like his head. Yikes. Oh, man. If you pulled that out of the box, how freaked out would you be? Yeah, it'd be like the end of seven. Think about how how upset your new husband would be with your old husband head sitting around in the garden. Can you put that in another room? If you had <laughs> He's an, staring at me. You know what? If you box. had an urn commissioned that looked like your head for when you died, I would put your ashes in it and put you on the bookshelf. <laughs> Swear to God. I might do this to fuck with the new husband. Mm. Swear to God. Because you can't ask her, can you get rid of your dead husband's ashes? No. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's not a fight you're going to win. Can you at least turn him towards the wall so he's not looking at me all the time? Yeah. <laughs> How much was it? <laughs> I don't know. Send me that link, huh? <laughs> oh, man. So they get in the tank from underneath. I'm going to get it and tell her. Just put it and in. they start to drive away, but they can't see due to a fire that's up on top. Ooh, Pennywise. Um, you can get a Pennywise. Oh, no. She <laughs> Just start put putting them all out. over the house. I got to sleep at your house. Yeah. <laughs> so they drive for a while, and when they eventually stop, they set out sensors so they'll know if anyone gets close. John saw a um, Pennywise mannequin for sale mm. on Facebook. Somebody had posted this thing that they found at the at a, uh, gra- or at a thrift store or something. something. And John's like, if I saw that somewhere, I'd buy it for Tony. I said, and he... I said, and keep it for Christmas. Where, what would you do? Put it in the garage and not tell me? So I walked in there and died. <laughs> oh, shit. No, I said I wouldn't put it in the That'd house. Don't terrible. worry. And I said I wouldn't tell you, and I wouldn't keep it in the house. Don't worry. Just you know, so you shouldn't have to but find the bad it. She goes, is, I'd go into the garage and be there. I was like, yeah, that's probably. I was gonna say because the bad part is, no matter where you put it, if anybody found it, it would be a very bad situation. Then <laughs> <laughs> it looks in his trunk. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> What happened? Tony had a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I keep it under the bed. You wouldn't find it. <laughs> Elaine's vacuuming or something. Or <laughs> scream. He puts it up in the attic or yeah, something, anywhere. and I go up there to get like a piece of luggage for Cross and fall down a, the steps because I'm terrified. Having, having an Elaine head urn in the fucking... Yeah. Oh, what happened to Elaine? Well, she fell down out of the attic because I put this stuff... Why is she next Pennywise to the Pennywise urn? Because <laughs> <laughs> I know she'd hate that. I thought they'd want to be together. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed oh, this uh, urn chat. But if I yeah. ever, you know, got the... If, uh, tell me you wouldn't love that. I would love it, but it's just, it's like our, That's our great, conversation. I don't want that in my house. And then Carly would It's like our conversation home. about your Deadpool statue. What do I do with it? Yeah. <laughs> then Carly would really come cool. home and there's Pennywise sitting on, on the couch. I already have it on my shelf. Yeah, see, so it's behind I think me I'd when I like, do Zoom calls. And that tracks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, what I do, I put it out front like a statue. <laughs> It would definitely be the cat killer would be for sitting Halloween. On it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Put it up on that stump. Yeah. It would be less scary for me, covered in my cats. Yeah. <laughs> Other people, maybe more scary. <laughs> anyway. All sorry, right. be, so, sorry, aside, I jumped your shit there. A, so it turns out I was having a thought. They were outside of the tank before they got attacked eating and drinking, and their rations and canteens were left behind. Oh, no, not my brake fluid gin. <laughs> not my torpedo juice. And the commander says... My break bourbon? The commander says, we don't need food or water. We're safe in the tank. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> and you're like, what? Yeah, this guy's starting to lose it a little bit. And he said that and I was like... Starting? I don't think he understands how the human body works. Yeah. <laughs> 
Are you drawing balloons now? Yeah. Uh, something shows up on the sensors. 25, maybe more. They're surrounded. And they're like, maybe they can't see us. Maybe they can't see us because it's so dark. But they're in RPG range. So if they do see us, we're just sitting ducks. So the commander says, all right, spin the turret 360 degrees and fire all weapons. So they do. And then they send the interpreter out to verify that everybody died. And while he's out, he says, Kovachenko, get him in your sights. Shoot him. <laughs> Kovachenko's like, why? Because he's a traitor. He's like, how do you know that? <laughs> he didn't do anything. He's, he's not a traitor. And he's like, I told you, you got demoted to this. This is your second demotion. Oh, I got the Being corporate. here <laughs> in this tank. You were intelligence and then you were something. And then you were a tanker. It's m- <laughs> never mind. I'll tell you later. If you get demoted again, that's a that's prison. He said. <laughs> John's like I can't. I, I just can't. saw She's this. Butchering said, it. Your insubordination has gotten you demoted from intelligence to rescue operations to this tank. Your next stop is prison. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then he's like, shoot him, and he says, no. <laughs> and then the interpreter gets back and says, it was deer. There's a lot of dead deer in a circle around the tank. <laughs> some of them on fire. Now, here's no. what I say. Why don't we have some venison? Yeah. We just I left all too. our rations behind. Bye. This one's on fire. It's cooked venison. Yeah. But it seems that they just leave them all. And the next day, the rebels see the charred circle of deer. And they're like, the Russians killed just to kill. And... Uh, then the soldiers come to some water, and the, it's like a river. Can you get your dog to stop snoring? <laughs> he sounds like a honking goose. <laughs> <laughs> he woke up, stood up like, yeah, pet me. <laughs> come here. And the commander decides they're going to go through the water so they don't leave tracks. Because uh, they are Except for the oil. tracks you lead up to the water and on the, the other side of the, side of the water. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. They're not that stupid. They're not going to notice. But, anything they can track. Well, the commander's kind of looking around. Um, the dudes talk a little bit. And uh, they're leaking oil. That's a concern. The interpreter goes to pray, but the commander's like, nope, we're not doing that. Get up. Go find out how deep the river is. And he's like, how, Yikes. sir? Walk in it. And he's like, ooh, this is, water is really cold. He's like, I didn't ask you that. Mm. What's the bottom? Yeah, is I didn't it? ask you the temperature. <laughs> is it water? Damn. Is it or is it stone? He's like, it's stone. He's like, all right, cool. And they shoot some mm. <laughs> in the back. And uh, You're like, all right, this guy's a dick. The rest of the guys are like, holy fuck. What yeah, the hell? This guy's a fucking nutball. Kovachenko is pissed. He's like, I'm writing that in the law. <laughs> and I, I said, I love and how I said, angrily what is, he writes in the law. And I said, what is this guy, Rain Man? <laughs> Squeezed and pulled and hurt my arm in 1988 or something? And, and I think this was right on the same year. Yeah. Something. And you know he wrote that in capital letters. Yeah. He, and the commander yeah, is like, you can write yourself up. Because uh, this time your insubordination is going to get you a court martial. And he's like, well, so will killing your own men. Yeah. <laughs> As he angrily writes in the logbook. And uh, once they're moving again through the water, the commander says that they would have done the same thing if they were in his shoes. Um, he's like, he was just waiting for the right moment to deliver the tank to the enemy. But I was too smart for him. And uh, I didn't even study philosophy. And he's like, yeah, that's right, Kovachenko. I read your file. And uh, he's like, 
what, uh, he's like, what do you think your file says about you? And Kovachenko says that he thinks for himself. And then he goes into it. He's like, uh, you don't think for yourself. When the motherland calls for your help, you give. And he talks about how when he was eight years old, he was the tank boy. That he would be lowered onto Nazi tanks so he could help take them out. And uh, he said, when my father, uh, my father didn't think for himself, he gave. My mother didn't think for herself, she gave. My brother didn't think for himself, he gave. Uh, you give, that's what you do. And it's like, okay, this dude. <laughs> Hardcore. Yeah. Well, that uh, seems like the basic tenet of communism. Mm -hmm. Just give till it hurts. And you give. give. If the government asks, you give. Sounds like someone I know. So the next day, they stopped to try to do some repairs on the tank. And Golikov asked Kovachenko, he's like, do you think the commander has completely lost it? And Kaminsky's like, Golikov... Don't talk to him, yeah. or you're going to be next. Yeah, this seems like not the kind of... I'd keep my fucking mouth Yeah, you just, just shut up and keep your head low. Your only other option is to kill this yeah. fucker. Yeah. yeah, or he has an accident, basically. And they're like, I think... Or Kaminsky says, I think we should just ditch the tank, uh, the tank and walk to the Kandahar Road. And then the commander comes up, and um, Kochenko's like, Kaminsky had an idea. He thinks we should... <laughs> Ditch the tank and walk. And the commander's and why like... Why is he throwing Kaminsky under the bus Kaminsky's like, fucked that's up. a lie. I never said that. <laughs> You're a dick. And uh, the commander's like, well, what do you think, Kovachenko? And he says, well, we're leaking oil. We're low on petrol. Kaminsky drank the brakes. The engine could <laughs> seize. We have no food or water. We're being chased by a group of rebels that don't seem to need food, water, oil, or fuel. And uh, he's like, so what? You think we should surrender? And he's like, well, that would be a direct violation of Soviet law. And he's like, but you think we should do it? And then they both get guns because they're about to shoot each other. Which he didn't say, I think we should surrender. No, he didn't. He didn't even say, I think we should walk to the Kandahar Road. He just was stating some facts. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but he's supposed to be the nice one. And he threw that other dude under the bus. Word. And uh, so then the commander says, uh, get some rope. And they have, he has Kaminsky tie Kovachenko to a rock. This what fucked the up. Hell? They don't even have a tree of woe, you know. <laughs> <laughs> woe man, this is fucked up. And booby trap his head. Yeah, that's hey, fucked they up. They put a fucking grenade under his head. Yeah. And like, don't move. Like, I, no We shit. need to circle back to this. And then he says, <laughs> if you have any trouble, just nod. <laughs> fucked up. And then he's like, get the logbook. And they're like, we can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Then they leave him behind, tied to this rock. And as the dudes are leaving, he's like, come on, dude, come on. <laughs> yeah. Don't kill me. This is ridiculous. Uh, so it's Like you thought when the Afghanis left the guy with his guts hanging out was fucked up. This yeah. is worse. <laughs> they tied him to a fucking rock in Afghanistan. <laughs> mm -hmm. Do you know how hot that fucking rock must have been? That's your concern? That they tied him to a hot rock. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be eaten by would it be Would it dogs. be okay if his eyes were pecked out by vultures if he was on a cold rock? Well, I don't think you have to worry about that. He just has to lift his head and his problems are over. Well, there's that. Now, see? We're going to circle back to that. Okay. 
All right, so Taj's uncle is behind because he has his leg wound. Uh, but he sees the women who are trailing them, and they he's like, you don't even have weapons. And they're like, yeah, we do. They've got grenades. <laughs> They've got grenades tied to rocks. <laughs> These ladies are prepared. And he's like, go back to the village, woman. And I'm concerned, why are they tying rocks to grenades? Do they not understand how grenades work? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's basically a rock that goes boom. I don't know. You know what? I'm not sure what they're teaching these Afghani village women. About grenades? About anything. Like you tied to a rock, now it's heavy, it won't go as far. The only thing they seem to understand is revenge. (laughs) Well, yeah, there's that. So, some dogs find Kovachenko. Yeah. The wild dogs. He's going to be eaten by wild dogs. But somehow the grenade falls and doesn't hurt him at all. Now we've circled (laughs) back. up by his feet. So, so the wild dogs. He's able to walk later. The wild dogs are attacking him, they're biting him. So he wiggles, and the grenade comes out from behind his head, falls down to the bottom of the rock. This is It's not like they tied him up on the top of a rock that's like 10 feet off the ground. No, it's like two feet. <laughs> and it goes off, and it kills a dog, a wild dog, two which dogs. splatters blood all over his face. But he that rock isn't even scorched. Yeah. What the actual fuck? <laughs> Did he turn a forest field on? <laughs> He has plot and then there's like, yeah, like you can't tell what he's doing, but like ap- you can see the blood spatter on him, and he like turns his head to the side, and I can't tell if he was like wiping his face or licking blood off his shirt. It's so <laughs> weird. He might be thirsty. It's Afghanistan, summertime. And they don't have any water. No, he has no food or water. Well, fucking hot there. <laughs> he didn't even have vultures whose neck he could bite for sustenance. <laughs> <laughs> It's not crazy. Oh, man. Okay, look. Not everybody is Conan. I know. If this was a tree of woe, that's how it would have went down. Well, it was also would have been a symbol. This is... With two snakes. snakes. They were facing like this. This is the rock of insubordination. <laughs> not the tree of woe. Or the wheel of pain. Oh, man. That wheel of pain was weird. Like, there must have been some protein on that thing. So the tankers see the Kandahar Road, and they just need to make it to it. They're like, woohoo, Yay. we found it. No like, problem. there's a big hole between us and the And the dude's like, that. stop, stop taking, stop taking. Yeah. They're like, why? I can make it, I can make it. No. Because, no, you're not going to make it. Because they're almost out of fuel. You have to set up a ramp Petro. to jump it. Petro. You're going to drive right off a cliff. <laughs> and it's like a little cliff. It's a big fucking yeah. cliff. There's it's like a How canyon. did they not see it? <laughs> yeah. The commander, I can't remember his name. Um, I just call him the commander. Commander Fucknuts, McCall. He <laughs> looks at the map. He's looking at this giant crater, and he looks at the map, and he looks at the crater, and he looks at the map, and where it's burned is almost exactly yeah. the side. Was this an accidental burn, or was this an on-purpose burn? <laughs> because it's bad luck. very... I mean, it's kind of suspicious know, about But me. giving a guy with a fucked up burn is a sick burn. <laughs> yeah. You know the joke? Because it's like a burn if you do it. Oh, it's explain the joke yeah, to you. yeah. This always makes it funnier. Yeah. Making me laughing really hard. Oh, On the inside, though. Yeah. So then the women find Kovachenko tied to the rock. And they start throwing rocks at him. Yep. Which, yes, that's what you do. <laughs> you throw he rocks at him. He technically is the guy that ran, the mo- ran their bouncer. Yeah, that's true. And they yeah. saw that. Yeah. And he, they fucking they stoned They maybe this saw that he like didn't that. want to and the commander yeah. made him. At the end but, of the day, that don't matter. But they saw it. Yeah, he did it. And they know you were with him. <laughs> and it's pretty fucked up because... <laughs> There's nothing he can do. Also, He's like, please did, stop. And he was telling women, them to stop in a language they don't speak. Yeah. Yeah. How did the women 
get ahead of the men. <laughs> because the women were behind the men. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden the women are ahead of the men. The women kind of teleport all over this movie. So <laughs> they appear from nowhere and they're all around. They don't stay with the men either. So I don't know. Afghani no, they must know some fucking shortcuts. Yeah. And they yeah. should really they be sharing that the, information. They know about the goat pass yeah. Yeah, from 300. I mean, you would think for gentlemen tracking a tank, they'd be a little bit more aware and notice these women just all over the place. I think. I thought maybe the women were kind of staying yeah, close. to where they could yeah. hide. And yeah, he but might have been closer to where they were than just, where the men were. Because if they're going through a pass... <laughs> all right, continue. Because they don't want the men to see him. Women are trying to stone. Because then like, this is going to happen. <laughs> they're like, stop. <laughs> and they, they have and to And she do doesn't it. stop. She's like, yeah, I'll stop. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're going to kill him. But then he says, Nanawate. He's like, Nanawate. And, and they're like, what? Did anybody else think of Pirates of the exactly Caribbean? exactly what I thought of. <laughs> I was like, Paulay. Damn the man who invented Paulay. Because they give the exact same look like, motherfucker, you did not. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, uh, they try to ask him other questions, and it's clear that he does not understand them. He just knows this one word. He's like, Mustafa's like, a crow can say a word. Yeah. <laughs> we should still kill him. But Taj can't do that. He's like, nope. He said parlay. <laughs> Taj cuts him down. More guidelines. Then, but they all kind of don't know what to do. So, uh, uh, most of them still want to kill him. But but then Taj is like, but why did the tank leave him here? Like, something is going on. And one of the villagers is like, the enemy of my enemy is my, is my friend. So, uh. Like in Blade 2. So they give him some food. The Star Trek. The enemy my friend. And then they ask it. Taj asks him to fix the RPG launcher. And we should watch Blade tonight. He's like, okay. And then <laughs> and he fixes it. Oh, and he's yeah. like, I need that gun to fix it. And Mustafa's like, now he's gonna break two weapons. Yeah. But he does fix it, and he gives it to Mustafa because Mustafa clearly doesn't trust him. Yeah. <laughs> gives it to him. Nor should he. To test it, and it does yeah, I wouldn't trust him either. And Taj is like. Um, Taj is like, this kaboom tank. tank. And he's like, yeah, this kaboom tank. He's like, you. <laughs> you kaboom tank. You kaboom tank. And he looks at his wrist and he sees where he... Look at the... The marks yeah. from the ropes where he where tried to Where they tied him to a fucking rock and he's and like... And he's like, yeah, 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 I'll kaboom the tank. <laughs> he's like, I'm down. <sighs> so then the tankers see a helicopter. And they are stoked. Which you would be like, oh, <laughs> yeah. fuck, yeah, because we were going to die out here because yeah. we're out of gas we're and food and stuff. And So uh, they grab their stuff. They jump into the chopper. Golikov and Kaminsky do. Uh, the commander walks slowly over there, and one of the crew members says, uh, it's lucky we found you. We're just out looking for water. Uh, we might not have seen you otherwise. Um, go ahead and get in the chopper, and we'll call for an airstrike on the tank. And the commander's like, no, you won't. <laughs> no, I don't Wait, abandon my tank. What? So then he tells Kalikov and Kaminsky, get back in the tank. And they're like... Get the extra fuel. What? <laughs> Kaminsky loses it. He's like, why the fuck can't we go in the helicopter? Because <laughs> we're, tank- we're tankers. Because we're tankers. helicopter-ers-ers. We'll go out the way I'm we sorry, came what was that in, word again? <laughs> in the tank. And the helicopter guy's like, 
But you're in a cul-de-sac. <laughs> yeah. The only, the only way out is the way is, you came He in. actually uses the word cul-de-sac. Is that a Russian word, cul-de-sac? Yeah, they didn't I thought it was French. Russian words. <laughs> I know they didn't try. To, they sounded completely American yeah. the whole time. Yeah. But yeah. however, but cul-de-sac? But the guy with the accent from Pittsburgh? Or, you know. <laughs> so uh, they're like, that's where he's like, all right, get the extra fuel. Radio somebody. Helicopter dudes. Radio somebody to meet us at the pass and give us more supplies. Um but we'll we'll be leaving in the tank. So Kaminsky and Galicom huh. are all dejected as they get back in the tank. I was right. Cold de sac is French, literally means bottom of sack. <laughs> Which is where they are. Yeah. <laughs> like a like a bag sack or like your nut sack? <laughs> Aren't they the same thing? <laughs> I mean they're both sacks. <laughs> So the rebels... Tony's going to cover this for us here. Uh. <laughs> the rebels and Kovachenko see the chopper meet the tank, and they're like, ah, shit. But uh, but then they see the tank, the helicopter fly away, and the tank drive away, and they're like, what? <laughs> and Kovachenko's like, that bastard won't leave the tank. <laughs> so now they're still chasing the tank. And, co- and they're excited because they know that the tank has to come back, and they know short guy. <laughs> yep. Oh, so, uh... The, this is uh, very good for them. The the and Taj kind of explains it, you know, with rocks and yeah. draws drawings for Kovachenko, so he knows. He's like boom, they big, have to drive boom, back through the mountains. We can go through then the they mountains. Have to <laughs> <laughs> so this is really good. We're going to be able to catch him. Um, turns out the engine is running hot, and the commander's like, don't slow down, we're almost to the watering hole. He's like, the tank's gonna break. Yeah. When they get to the watering hole, they find the chopper crew all dead. Now, <laughs> this timeline's a little wonky. <laughs> it is! It seems like getting back out takes a lot less time than getting it took into. them. <laughs> it took them, what, two, at least two days? Because we had to get to the to canyon. Get to the canyon. Mm-hmm. But we get right back to the first watering hole within everybody, three hours. Everybody knows that the trip back is a lot shorter. <laughs> everybody, this is common knowledge. Look, look at Frodo when he went to Mordor; he was back in like a day. That's because the eagles flew him back. Uh, everybody knows this. This is common knowledge. Huh? <laughs> so because the eagles only help you after you've helped yourself. So this is in fact the watering hole they poisoned at the beginning I don't of think the that's movie. How that works. And they Don't did not warn the helicopter the pilots or the <laughs> helicopter crew that they knew were looking for yeah. water. Watch out. We poisoned a lot of water back there. Somebody, somebody poisoned <laughs> yeah. so the water So they're all hole. fucking dead. They're all dead. That was a and, snake in my uh, boot. <laughs> Dolokhov and Kaminsky are like, you, they radioed for us, right? <laughs> they told people where we were, right? And the commander's like, sure they did. Of course they did. And then they fill the radio with wa- radiator with water. And while they're stopped, the commander sees the rebels and Kovachenko running toward him through his binoculars. He's like, motherfucker. And he's like, battle stations. How did he say that again? <laughs> Is that how he's, he said, battle stations. <laughs> Tony, you want to give it a shot too? Oh, no, I'm good. Uh, you don't want to say battle stations in a funny voice? Battle stations. Oh. Funny voice. Tony's no fun. So the tank won't start. Though, so yeah, which is like of a problem. Writing one on one, whenever you yeah. need something to work, it doesn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jason's about to come check with a machete. It was. It's reminded me. No, this reminded me of uh, Gone in sixty seconds. Go mm-hmm. back and listen to our minisode on Gone mm-hmm. in sixty seconds. Like, come on, Eleanor, I need you. I need you. Or now. just watch the movie Gone in sixty seconds because mm-hmm. it's rad. <laughs> <laughs> or watch the movie rad. 
Or don't watch that, but watch or God in 60 Seconds. watch Cuffs. <laughs> Tony's all about what Cuffs today. Did you watch Cuffs recently? I've never no. seen it. You're about to. Because Tony's no, going to watch the last movie Cuffs. I owned on Happy VHS. birthday, Carly. Let's watch Cuffs. <laughs> Oh, he already told me his birthday pick for me. It's not cuffs. It may be now. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, the commander goes out to use the machine gun that's on top of the tank and Mm -hmm. it's out of bullets. And they have to manually turn the turret to shoot at the rebels. Finally, the tank starts and they drive away. Kovachenko almost had a shot, but now there's too much dust. So uh, he's like, we need to chase it. And Taj agrees, but Mustafa and his crew are like, but there's a fucking helicopter, <laughs> and we're scavengers. This is a dream come true for us. We're not chasing this tank. Who gives a crap about the tank? And Taj is like, we do. It killed our village. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So Taj and his crew go with Kovachenko to chase the tank. Mustafa and his crew stay behind because they want this helicopter. I like how they get in the helicopter, mm-hmm. and Mustafa turns to his buddy and goes, do you know how to drive a helicopter? He's like, you're clever. Clever. Think you can learn this? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like nothing in the world to fly, drive is a helicopter. Because if you're wrong, it ends badly. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's working. I'm going up. Oh, shit. Figured it out. Yeah. And, you, and you crash. So they chase the tank. And at one point, they round a corner and the tank is waiting for him right there to shoot him. Because uh, the commander knows they're being chased. Yeah. <laughs> and he knows they can't go too fast for too long. Or they're going to break down. <laughs> so uh, then Kovachenko indicates to Taj that they need to be up higher so that he can get a good shot. And he knows that the tank can't shoot at this Certain, range yeah. up that high. It can't get the Angle. elevation it needs. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Kovachenko and Taj run and run up. And they're being shot out. The commander's like, he knows I can't get the elevation. <laughs> Fuck. And... Uh, and... <laughs> they don't know, the other two don't know that Kovachenko is out there. No. And they're like, who knows? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, don't worry about it. <sighs> so then they get into where Taj and Kovachenko can use a shortcut to get ahead of the tank. But then they, they see that the tank is coming. And I don't know why, but Taj runs across the way. And then they see him. <laughs> if they had just both stayed on the one side... Then nobody would, the, nobody in the tank would have known they were there. Um, and Tosh has the RPG, so then he has to throw it because when Kovachenko tries to get it, yeah. he gets shot at. And now Kaminsky knows Kovachenko's out there because he sees it. Which is the same ending as Reign of Fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's a much better movie. <laughs> it had I mean, dragons. come on. It had dragons I mean, and... Um, it had a tank, too. Oh, yeah, so but also had Matthew McConaughey. Did have, he, had, he attacked a dragon with an axe. He did. It was not as awesome as he wanted it to be. Uh, I mean, it'd be cool if, uh, what was his name, Chevchenko? Mm-hmm. Kovachenko attacked Constantine. Him. Yeah, him. His name is Constantine. Yes, that's if, his first if, name. If Constantine had attacked the tank with an axe at the end, that would have yeah. made it pretty cool. But, <laughs> but he didn't. Because <laughs> in Rain of Fire, they there were also are, taking down the beast. Yeah. I have to say, there aren't a lot of things cooler than a battle axe. It's <laughs> tough. Stormbreaker, which is it's sort of a battle axe, <laughs> yeah. but it's a magical battle definitely axe. Definitely a battle axe. It's magical battle axe. It still qualifies as a battle axe, magical or non-magical. The Thanos killing kind. All right. Um, <laughs> it's a shame you should have aimed for the head the first time. None of that stuff would have happened. 
Mm-hmm. And we wouldn't have to deal with Captain Marvel. <laughs> so the Kovachenko gets the rocket ready, but as soon as the tank gets to where he is, the turret's already facing him. Like, yeah. they know he's mm-hmm. there. So he has to hide so he doesn't get shot, and then he ends up having to chase the tank again. And, uh... Whoop. Sorry. sorry. She said, whoop, there it is. Uh, Kovachenko <laughs> finally gets a shot, and he hits the tank, but he only hits the muzzle. And the tank is fine. And everybody's like, motherfucker. And the tankers are like, yes, we're going to make it. And like, Kovachenko's like, god fucking damn it. He's so pissed off, he throws the launcher. Tajel's asking Allah why he has forsaken them. And then there is an explosion up on the cliff above the tank. And rocks just rain down on the tank. And, and Elaine starts yelling, is it the women? It better be the women. It needs to be the women. There's no other acceptable answer. It better be the women. I was women. like, please don't tell me this is divine intervention. But it is the women with their grenades. I was so happy it was smarter. them. I was so happy it was them. And what's them. funny is that one girl, I don't know her name. Her Sharina? name is Sharina. Sharina. Yeah, Sharina looks down and she goes, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> it was in subtitles. Yeah, yeah. So the tank has a big giant boulder on it and it's surrounded by rocks and it currently isn't moving and they see that. And uh, Taj's uncle says, Goliath was taken down by a rock. <laughs> and then uh, the turret moves and knocks the boulder off and then the tank starts trying to move I was a little sad the boulders didn't do more damage. <laughs> I, mean, I really wanted I don't the tank really to know be how much damage they would do to it. I really <laughs> wanted ridiculous. I, I, I really know, wanted the tank to be completely buried. I Although that, it, um, they call them tanks for a reason. I know that in I don't know eighty eight tanks, but I know when we went to Desert Storm, it, it was just, our tanks. It was it was trouble with our tanks because we actually couldn't kill them. <laughs> so what they, what they do with these tanks is if we're if we're all in a tank and it gets and we get fucked up and we have to leave, we blow the tank. But we couldn't because the armor and shit was so good that we couldn't blow our own tanks up. So they had to do like burn it out and shit like that. I was like, that's pretty crazy. I don't know about eighty eight though. Because somebody's gonna find it. They're gonna use it. They did say serious though. I'm I'm why did they just take the keys out? I don't know. I'm gonna say that Molotov cocktail took that one tank down in the village. And they did well, say the helicopter inside. Yeah, but the helicopter did say we'd call an airstrike on the tank. So yeah. obviously they had something yeah. that could. Speaking These are Russian tanks. They're not as good. Speaking of cocktail, <laughs> I actually I don't that know that that's you know not, not as good as If you're a Russian tank maker, no. please let it's, us know. <laughs> what the fuck is this movie about? What the fuck is what movie about? Cocktail. Yeah, it's a weird because it's not a romance. It tries to be a romance really bad, but it's not. And it's it's. Why did that pop in your brain? Because I watched Cocktail yesterday and you said the, uh, the word Cocktail. Molotov. Okay, because that's not has anything to do with this movie. They both came out in the 80s. There's no romance in this movie. Okay. And they both follow Coughlin's <laughs> law. law. Mm. So the no, tank at the end is, we figure out all those are bullshit. Yeah. So the tank is stuck because one of the tracks is stuck. It comes off. It's yeah. come off and it's stuck. So they try to go forward. They don't go very far. They go back. They can't go very far. Um, so they're stuck. Kovachenko sees that the tank is leaking fuel and that it's stuck. So he takes Taj, his head, like, turban, off of his head and has one of the dudes who smokes light it on fire. And Tony goes, that's rude. (laughs) (laughs) And then he throws it at the tank so that there'll be a fire under the tank. And the commander dude's like, we'll be fine. And you're like, it's on fire. Well, shit. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and he's, because he's like, we'll be fine. We'll just wait in here for help. Because they're like, should we leave the tank? And he's like, no, no, it's a bunker. <laughs> but then it's on fire. Yeah. And that's a problem. And so. And then, uh, Co- then Kovachenko starts yelling shit at him. Yeah. He's like, tank boy. <laughs> Come out, tank boy. And the commander passes out grenades. And he's like, you know our standing orders. And they're like. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> he says, out of commission, become a pillbox. Out of ammo, become a bunker. Out of time, become heroes. We're going to do it all at the same time. And they're like, no, we're not. <laughs> and then there's a scuffle. And they managed to put the pin back in the commander's grenade. <laughs> yeah. I would have opened the door, and left, thrown it and out? thrown No, no, no. Oh, I would have thrown it back, back in. in? Been like, <laughs> so like, hold on, don't shoot me. Fuck you! Throw it in there and shut the door. I'm like, all right. That's not how you would have said it. Uh, You're right. I don't mean, fuck you! Run the grenade in there, shut the door. I'm like, all right, now you can fucking kill me. Kaminsky doing that. (laughs) But he just said it in Russian. I don't know how to say fuck you in Russian. Oh, so. So they jump on him, they get the pin back in the grenade. Then they climb out of the tank with their hands up, and Taj's men surround them. Mufasa happens by, loaded down with weapons, I guess from the helicopter, and he's like, Allah has been good to us this day. (laughs) And then everyone is ready to kill the tankers, but Kovachenko says, Nana Wate. (laughs) Like, motherfucker! (laughs) I think I would have punched him in the face. (laughs) Mustafa's like, "He's he's a Russian. He's always going to be a Russian. Get out of my way. I'll kill them all. <laughs> and Taj is like, are you an angel or a devil? <laughs> and ultimately, Taj will spare their lives, but he allows Mustafa and his guys to uh, loot them. <laughs> like, when He's not going like, to give them food or water or anything, and we'll take your shit. But you can walk to the Kandahar yeah. Road. We'll let you go. Good luck. Um, With no shoes on. Kovachenko. Afghanistan. And there's so many rocks all over the place. <laughs> Kovachenko says to the commander, Sorry, sir, it's a rotten war. How is it that we're the Nazis this time? And he says, I'm trying to be a good soldier, but you can't be a gold so- good soldier in a rotten war. And I want you to live to see them win. And he tells them to go. Kaminsky and Golikov. They go. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like this is the worst weekend ever. <laughs> I'd have been like Powers Booth. I thought Tuesday. I had a bad well, day at work. Bye. <laughs> well, bye. The commander very slowly follows behind, but he kind of stands at that fork out. in the mode road at for this a mobile. minute. And uh, then the women come a running after them. The commander falls when he tries to run from the women. And then the next thing we know is they bring his coat and his boots covered in blood, drop them on the ground in front of Taj, and say, Forgive me, my con, two got away. And Did he, she eat that man? Because no. she has blood all over her they face. Stone, they, they killed him with rocks. They, they probably smashed his skull in with a bunch of rocks. It looks like she ate him. Well, it's a little bloodthirsty. He squished her fiance. That's true. I, it might she have might, been excessive. She might have squished it. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm saying it was excessive. You know what's weird about this movie is they they squish a dude in the beginning, but that but they don't keep up that level of. Well, violence that's, at all. Well, that's the thing is they squish the guy and then you see the guy that the grenade blew off and he's missing an arm and his guts are hanging out. I was like, is this going to be this kind of movie? But, but it's that, not. It's that, so weird. That's it. Yeah. But they keep letting people live. It's so weird. <laughs> all right. Like you so forgot your I'm asshole. surprised we didn't see the commander get his head bashed in yeah, with rock. And it may have been in some kind of well, That's because it was 88. It's really hard to, to shoot that. 
So Taj kind of freaks out, but then they hear a helicopter. So the rebels all hide. <laughs> like you do. And they're calling to Constantine. Because he's kind of standing there staring at the and, helicopter. And they're like, come on, dude, come on. And he he does it. He's he, like. He gets on the helicopter. <laughs> well, he, he did the math. He's like, well, they're coming back to kill all of you. Yeah. And they have better stuff. I don't so, speak the language. I don't even want to be in this war. Maybe they'll send me home. <laughs> the Gulai can't be that bad. They lost the logbook. The commander's dead. <laughs> I can make I up can write my own story. <laughs> well, it just matters if they go pick up the other two or not. Yeah, I don't. I think they might back him up. Probably. Hopefully. At this point. Um, so then he uh, could say they're deserters, and Mufasa aims to shoot him as he's dangling from the helicopter, and Taj won't let him. Tomachenko flies away. I feel like it would be bad to shoot him as he dangles from the helicopter either because the helicopter looks well, like it's going to leave. You. Yeah, yeah they'll <laughs> then shoot at you. So, the end. <laughs> All right, what'd you think, Elaine? Okay. No, well. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up, guys. <laughs> so, uh, my favorite character is Sharina. Really? Yeah. And your favorite object is the stone that she beats the guy to death with. <laughs> My least favorite character is, Di- I wrote down Discal, which is not That's how you pronounce commander. that, but yeah. it's the commander. Um, Tank boy. My favorite line is, um, he who calls himself Khan is not Khan. Oh, that was which line. the Game of Thrones. Taj is arguing with. Mustafa and says, I am the Khan. And I'll then, be the one to shoot the RPG. And then the uh, his uncle's like, and his uncle tells him that piece of wisdom, which is a really good piece of wisdom. No, Elaine didn't yell Khan once this whole I moment. had, um... Tony. <laughs> my, uh, I thought for sure she'd get, my favorite get at least scene, one. Looking back on it, I have to go with the avalanche to the tank, because I was so excited. It had to be the women. <laughs> and it was women. And my favorite tertiary object is the rock strata in the past, where it shows all the oh, different okay. layers, which was really cool. Um, Sedimentary that was, rock. That was cool. Yes. Um, this movie's really boring. <laughs> really boring. Um, and I generally like war movies, but I didn't really care about any of these characters. Like, I'm not sure who this movie is for. Because it's not, we don't see enough of the Afghanis to really feel for them. (laughs) Like, we didn't see enough of, like, positive village life to really get a feel for these characters. Like, you have sympathy for them because they're... Ran over by a tank. Yeah, because (laughs) their village was was destroyed. destroyed. But then they're fighting the whole time to chase this tank, and they keep dying trying to chase this tank, and it just seems futile, and you just... I don't know, I didn't care enough about them, even though I had sympathy for them. And we spent so much time with these fucking Russian assholes <laughs> that I just don't care about at all. <laughs> and it's just really boring. I'm giving it an A. I don't like it, and I don't want to watch it again. Okay. All right. What about you, John? Oh, hey. <laughs> um, my favorite character is Taj mm-hmm. because he was in uh, Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> My least favorite character is the commander because, he was a well, he, need, bag. he needed to be beat with rocks, but my, that might have been excessive. <laughs> well, I don't think so. Um, Crushed a dude with the tank. Yep. And shot one of his own people. Poisoned a bunch of water. My favorite scene is when their interpreter 
and Constantine are playing chess and they're discussing things mm -hmm. because they're, you know, trying to understand each other and each other's culture because, hey, why not? Mm -hmm. That's how healing happens. Celebrate differences. Very 13 warrior-ish. Yes. Mm -hmm. See, I would have liked that if they were speaking Russian and all of a sudden started speaking English, just like a 13th yeah. warrior. That would have been dandy. Mm -hmm. That would have been another that? set of subtitles, though. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, Apparently, there are some versions where you don't get the subtitles. For and you just rebels. have no idea what the rebels are saying? Ooh, I hate movies like No, thank you. No, I needed no, the no, subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and where am I? Um, my favorite tertiary object is when one of the Russians, I'm not sure which, mounts the it's tank Kaminsky. like a penis. It's Kaminsky. <laughs> Kaminsky, the, the tank penis. Because uh -huh. and he says, I need a woman. Because anytime <laughs> that there's a big, long object, some dude's going to make like it's his penis. Can I tell you how disappointed I was that nobody peed off the side of the tank? <laughs> <laughs> well, you thought it was going to happen. The one time the dude was like, I don't think I can hold it. <laughs> and my favorite line is, Nanawate. Huh? Nanawate. Ah, parlay. <laughs> so. And... Here's my thoughts on this movie. I'm not sure who this movie's for. <laughs> because you don't spend enough time with either side to really pick a side. Discuss. <laughs> okay. So you're kind of in the middle the whole time going, yeah, I don't care about either side. I, can't, I just want this to kill each other. Fuck, I don't care. <laughs> So I can't. I didn't emotionally invest with either side, so I just didn't care, and was like, "All right, all right, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna kill the tank." And I thought they'd kill all the bad guys. No, they only wanted to kill the tank. <laughs> Again, that was dumb. Well, they wanted to kill the bad guys. They and I thought they were gonna kill all the bad guys, and and what's his nuts? There, um, Constantine was gonna become one of them. I thought he was gonna, you know, but no, he left. I was like, "Oh, okay, didn't see that shit coming." So, I'm not sure who this movie's for. Twist, if then. you're into this kind of movie thing, you're gonna, this may be for you. So, I'll give it a May Bay. <laughs> uh, it, I'm like the lowest May Bay, though. This is just... <laughs> but if, if you're a into this, this is, gonna, this is a, a May Bay. <laughs> a May Bay. But if you're into these kind of things, this is going to be for you. But As opposed to I really would have liked to... You know, it's like left Twix, right Twix. Pick a side. There's no I, such thing I, as the difference between a left twist and a right twist. I thought at the twist. end when he doesn't See, save them, he was never really going to be one of them. He understood their side, and he well, thought it was a rotten. You war. don't know. He could but have been Serena's second Afghan husband. Afghan patriot. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. He, he could have. Like, he could have become one. Taj looked like he was all about it. Man, come on. It's not like he's he seemed, the con. It's not like he seems like he was that in love with the Russian army. Yeah. But maybe there were things about his life in Russia that he didn't love. <laughs> maybe he's got a woman at home already. He can't be the next... Um... Oh. You know what it was really weird? Is that the movie end Like when they're running away... And right before the commander gets stoned or whatever... You see the torn up nudie photo? Mm. We really needed to go back to that? <laughs> That's an interesting artistic choice. <laughs> it was the 80s. There had to be boobs in it at some point. That's true. Somewhere. That was, that's how they snuck them in. <laughs> so like, hey, man, we got no boobs in this. We're going to put, put the picture on the ground. <laughs> All right, Tony, what do you think? All right. Favorite character was Gaston. Gaston? Mm -hmm. Least favorite character was Belle. 
that's not the right beat. Oh, oh, oh. And his favorite, his favorite line was, "No one spits like Gaston." Right. He's especially good at expressing his style from a barge. That's my favorite Disney song. Mine too. Tony loves that song. I think I might have it on my phone. You know what? That's gonna be the song. Nice. Somebody pull it up. Favorite character is Constantine. Least favorite character is uh, Stephen Baldwin because it's, it's Stephen, Stephen Baldwin. Baldwin. <laughs> he is pretty terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite scene is when uh, I don't remember their names, but the the left tank crew run mm-hmm. to the helicopter and they're all stoked because they think they're getting ready. To and then he's like, "No, get off the helicopter." Nope. That was like shit. This guy's <laughs> fucking nuts. <laughs> Favorite line is the out of commission become a pillbox, out of ammo become a bunker, out of time become heroes. And a favorite tertiary object is a rocket propelled grenade. Because, you know, those are fun. <laughs> those are fun? <laughs> I will also may bay this movie. Hey. I think John, hit on, I don't want to repeat the things again, but I think John and Elaine are hitting it on the head where it's, if this is your jam, you'll like this movie. It's it's older, it's outdated, so it's a little slow. The pacing's off and stuff. The very beginning is really slow, but... And gross in some parts, but if this is your jam, if you like tanks and stuff like this, or you're a history buff, then you know this might really do it for you. I wonder but if Mac would like this movie. I, I bet Mac, I would, bet like Mac this would love this movie. And I oh, talked, yeah. I talked to, I think Vic and Ben both have seen this movie and liked it. Oh my god! So really? They're they're war for war guys. So. Okay, sure. Why not? Yeah, but, so that's that. All right. Well, my favorite least favorite character is the same as Tony's. Okay. Constantine Kovachenko and Golikov is my least favorite character. But not just because it's uh, Stephen Ball. Stephen Ball. But it is it because they bandaged his head and it kept falling he's off? Just so it's the character. He does he doesn't really do anything. He like at least you can see that Kaminsky is a valued member of this team. Golikov's just there. <laughs> just there. whining and crying in the background the whole time. She's there being that other Baldwin. <laughs> There's always the, the military movies for some reason they always have it. It was Paxton and Aliens. There's always the Game one guy that oh, why are we here? What are we doing? It's like calm down, yeah. dude. I don't soldiers. understand why the commander never hit him. Yeah. Like it seems like he was due for he was a, always a straight, smack. Just you disobey me, you're dead. Like you, you can hit them. You, know? <laughs> you, you are a Russian. Like you just punch some guy in the face. That's you have to he, execute. He him. hit Kaminsky when he found him hit drinking the brake oil. Oh, but that's, that's the oh, only yeah, time that's right. that's that he right. does that. Yeah, I'm sure. I forgot about that. Mm. Uh, my favorite scene is the same as Elaine's, but I like it from when they're running up, and it, yeah. like, the music yeah. is all tense, and you know that whole section. Ending with the the uh, avalanche there. <laughs> uh, my favorite line is when Mustafa misses with the RPG, and he's like, "Maybe it wasn't the will of Allah." And Taj says, "Or maybe you're a bad shot." <laughs> that was my second favorite line. It was a good one. And my favorite tertiary object is the pants that the rebels are wearing because it was so distracting. I also put as my second one the bandage on Golikov's head because yeah. <laughs> their well, pants were pants like super wide, yeah. like hammer pants, but they only went to their mid calf. <laughs> I have to. So like you, did, and you I, didn't enjoy their <laughs> wide legged Oh, I did. I enjoyed them. <laughs> and I just kept looking at I'm them. I'm just surprised <laughs> that nobody picked the hand that they took out of the tank truck no. as their favorite no. tertiary. No. I think we were, still in, we were still in shock. Oh, was that a yay, a nay, or a maybe? I will give it a light yay. I did. I liked it more the second time I watched it, which is when I did my notes. Yeah. Maybe um, I have to watch it again. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's, it's, just, it's different and it's interesting. 
Um, so I'll give you a light yay, Mr. Nick, yep. on your movie. I feel like this screenplay was should have been better written. It's just an older. I think it's just an well, older. Well, you know, this was 80s. written in the eighties. A lot of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was drinking a little too much bright fluid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit of the bugger show. A little bit of torpedo <laughs> juice. <laughs> All right, Carly. Well, Check us out on Facebook.com slash The Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where Tony will post a picture of the face urn so you can oh see it. If you can find it. I yeah. haven't seen it, so. It looks like a head, listener. but it's an urn. <laughs> um, you can look on Twitter at Unmovie Podcast, on Instagram at Unmovie Podcast Dogs. You can email Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought about this movie. If you have a different movie about war that you like better that maybe we haven't seen. <laughs> if you have your suggestions, friends, throw them to us. This is the first war drama I have done. I Unless you count the Guernsey Literary Potato Peel Pie Society. <laughs> I forgot about that movie. I have to say it does count as a war drama, so this is your second war drama. <laughs> and please tune in next week. On the podcast for Elaine's pick. A better movie about a desert. I'm going with 1999's The Mummy. Ooh. Wow. Well, that's um. More beer. <laughs> I got nothing. Tony? You, should, you need to fast forward to the song to actually start. This is a long intro. <laughs> Looking so down in the dumps. Everybody wants to sing. Come on. Even, Even when, when taking your lumps. Did you hear the, did you watch the live version of this they did? No. All right, it's on Disney Plus, so you should. Is it good? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't watch what? the live version because it's movie? trash. Huh? From the movie? The live version of this, the live action. The version they did in the, mo- in the yeah. live action movie. Yeah, it's not, it's different. They changed it. They changed bit. a couple of the words. Yeah, they changed it a little bit. And But there's still a specter rating line because if they didn't have that, I was going to fuck kick the TV. Yeah. Is he, is he roughly the size of a barge? Though? No, he's not. It's um, no. what's his name? Tony loves that. Well, he is. Oh, rough. it's what's his name from the Lord of the, or the Hobbit movies? Yeah, right? yeah, and he's not the size of a barge. It's so. Luke Evans, and he does Luke a Evans. Fi- I Actually, do like Luke Evans. But Luke Evans did not. a fine job as Gaston, but he's not roughly the size of a barge. <laughs> is no. every last inch of him covered in hair? No. Oh, <laughs> another line that was this changed. Guy. No. <laughs> Like, but he does play He's barely Gaston. He's kind of douchey, but... Mm. He does play a very good de- Gaston. It's funny because in the cartoon version, uh, he's completely unlikable. But Luke Evans, his Gaston is kind of likable and not a t- complete lunatic. And he's also right. I was going to say, I always like Gaston. I always thought Gaston was the real hero because, hey, this girl that I like got kidnapped by a giant beast. I should probably go get it. So maybe we should turn this off before we give our review of the live-action Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> it's not good. We need it. <laughs>